Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Episode Taboo. It is me, Bailey Romans. I'm here by myself today because we're starting our weekly study or our every other week studies back up. And this new study we're doing is a little special. Um, I have been working on this for about a year and a half now. I have released a book. It's a it's kind of it, it can be a book or it can be a Bible study. It can be whatever you want to make it to be. It is called a kingdom of misfits, giving you every reason why God can and will use you. It is by yours truly, me, Bailey Romans. Um, you can find this on Amazon. Um, I'll leave a link in our link tree and in the description below. If you'd like to go purchase a copy, um, every single purchase, uh, go all the money goes towards helping us go on AIM. So that's super exciting. I'm excited for y'all to get this book, read it, hopefully share it with your friends. Um, today, we're just going to run through the preface and their introduction and talk a little bit about it. And then we're going to, over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing these each or every other week. So I'm super excited to be doing my own study. I'm super like nervous, excited, everything in between, all of the feelings, they're everywhere. Okay. So I'm super, super, super excited. Um, so we're going to start with our preface which, oh my goodness, I'm in my own book, turning the pages, is super exciting. Um, I guess I'll just read you the contents of the book really quick. Um, So we have our introduction chapter, we have the first misfits, which covers Adam and Eve. The second chapter is the twin misfits, Jacob and Esau. Uh, The third is a tribe of misfits, the Israelites. The fourth is a misfit after God's own heart, David. God's closest misfits is number six, the 12 disciples. A misfit in denial is Peter. A misfit that shapes the church, Paul. And a lineage of misfits, Jesus' lineage. And then the conclusion. So I'm super excited, y'all. All All right, here's the preface. For many are called, but few are chosen. Matthew 22, 14. How often have you heard this message? Many have fallen away, but those that remain are chosen. Imagine being in a crowd of people and hearing the message that you weren't chosen. You would feel like an outcast. When we read the scripture in the context that it was written, we find Jesus was telling a parable about the dangers of refusing God's generous call to repentance into the kingdom. In the story, a man called for a feast, but no one showed up, leaving him feeling humiliated. In response, he opens the banquet for anyone who is willing to come. Matthew 22, 2, 7, and 8 through 9. When the man's guests didn't arrive, he extended his invitation to all that heard the call. The kingdom of God is the same. God has invited us all to be a part of his kingdom. We only need to respond to the call. Introduction. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. Burl Ives. In 1964, this song was sung by Rudolph and Hermie. Everyone seemed to be against them. Rudolph is a reindeer with a shiny red nose. He's picked on and gets kicked out of all the reindeer games. And Hermie is an elf that hates making toys and wants to be a dentist. Neither felt like they fit in with their peers. 
They discover they are not alone when they find an island full of misfit toys. Many times in the church or in ministerial roles, we feel like misfits, especially for those that are not the cookie-cutter Christian. We see perfect Christians posting on social media or prancing around the church, casting dirty looks at anyone who does not fit the mold. They make misfits like us feel belittled because we are not half of what they make themselves out to be. We feel trapped in a cycle of trying to please people and fit in. From time to time, the thoughts, we are not good enough, or we are useless, cross our minds. I remember living in a cycle where I would set unrealistic goals and high standards to achieve a picture-perfect relationship with God. I would set my alarm to wake up early enough to read my Bible and pray before my day began. The alarm would go off and I would hit snooze because I had stayed up too late surfing social media or playing video games. I would rush to get ready for work, maybe say a quick prayer during the drive to work. And in the middle of that prayer, shame would overwhelm me because once again, I did not do what I had planned. I felt as if I had let the Lord down. I would say to myself, I already messed up. I'll try again tomorrow. In the cycle, you might let some things slide. And by the end of the day, you find yourself in a hole, crushed by the weight of guilt and shame. Knowing where to turn, you set a goal to live right the next day. Only to, be, or only to have the cycle repeat itself. And the next time you go to church, you look around at all the perfect people that seem to have it all together. Suddenly, you feel like Hermie and Rudolph. You just don't fit in. A misfit. God's kingdom is not full of perfect elves and reindeer. When we stop to look around at those around us, we realize that we are like the island of misfit toys. When we read our Bible, what do we really see? A book full of perfect people that lived perfect lives, never failed, Never messed up? Never gave up? No. Not at all. Throughout the Bible, we see multiple examples of not-so-perfect people. We see people who made bad decisions, and yet God never gave up on them. In fact, He chose them to be His people and His kingdom. In this book, we want to look into the lives of a few individuals mentioned in the Bible from a different perspective. We look up to them. We hold them up as perfect people and examples of what a good relationship with God should look like. When we look at the nitty-gritty details of their stories, we realize the kingdom of God is full of misfit men and women that made mistakes, some really, really big mistakes. Yet Jesus still chose them. He chose them to be the people that would live throughout time and history as true followers of Christ. And I want to give you every reason why God can and will use you. It does not matter what you have done in your past, neither where you come from, nor what your last name holds. God does not care if you're a fifth generation believer or new to the faith. We are a kingdom of misfits. We are the kingdom of God. My vision is that after you read these lessons, the way you view yourself will change. You are called and you are chosen. So I ask you these two questions to think about. Why or what do you honestly think of yourself and how does that affect your relationship with God? Think about that. If you want to pause, think about that. Maybe write it down in a journal or if you have the book, you can write it in your book. The second question is, do you feel worthy to be used in the kingdom? Why or why not? So that is the end of the introduction And I'm super, super excited to be starting 
this lesson series that I wrote with you. I hope you go get yourself a copy. I'm super excited and I don't know how. To, I just keep telling everybody I'm super excited. And so I hope y'all enjoyed this. Uh, go buy yourself a copy. It'll be in the description. And we'll see you next week on Breaking Out the Stock Taboo.